you guys and welcome to Adulting with Joy Spring, the how-tos of your 20s told by a 20-something-year-old, traversing through adult life expectantly and with gusto. Don't forget to check out joyspring.com for the show notes and use the hashtag, hashtag AdultingWithJoySpring for all your comments, suggestions, and hopefully non-violent reactions. Thanks for listening. My gosh, I just finished watching the news. Um, the president just declared uh, Luzon-wide community quarantine, also known as lockdown, because of the COVID-19 pandemic that is also happening here in the Philippines, obviously all over the world, best pandemic. But now we actually have the chance to guest a good friend of mine. We've been trying to have him on the show for the <laughs> longest time. For some reason, we never had the chance to, but now we have the one and only Chef Edward Bugia. On Hi. with Joyce. Hi, Chef. Hi, Joyce. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. How are you? Were you watching the news kanina? Yes, yes. And actually, I was also watching the um, what do you call this? The 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 cabinet meeting now. The cabinet mm-hmm. press conference. Um, yeah. I mean, it's scary times, but you know, we have to move on. <laughs> It's yeah. crazy. And I, I actually guessed you now on the show because I was thinking like of the perfect person to talk to with regards to owning a small to medium scale business. And that's you. You're a chef. You're also a restaurant owner, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we'll get to that in just a short while. But before we go into that, chef, tell us about how you started, uh, you know, working as a chef, working as a businessman, putting up your own restaurant. Oh, um, this, I think most of the people close to me know my story. I, I was a, I wasn't actually a chef to begin with. I worked mm-hmm. in corporate. I was, I know, for just for a couple of months, I worked for a, I know, for one of those big multinationals. I was, um, doing events for them. Then I figured one day, hey, you know what? Um, this isn't for me. So there, um, I got to my car. My windshield had a flyer for a culinary school. And that was it. <laughs> As in, the day I resigned, really. The day I resigned, I went to the parking lot. My car was there. So I go, what's this? And then I go, culinary school? What in the world is culinary school? Went straight to the school. <laughs> the day I resigned, I saw this really poggy chef who's now a good friend of mine, Chef Rob <laughs> Pengson, if you guys uh, know him. Um, mm. So Chef Rob Pengson was there. And I said, what's this? So you're going to teach me how to cook? Then the rest is history. Um, I also, after graduating from culinary school, I taught for a couple of years. And I was oh, an instructor yeah. for three years. Mm-hmm. I taught uh, for three years. Then the last half of my last year of teaching was really difficult because that was when I started opening my first resto, which was Pino. Mm-hmm. Pino opened in 2008. I thought I could teach and cook and run a resto at the same time. That was one of my biggest mistakes. You you can't do that. <laughs> so I was so tired. I would wake up the following day still wearing my chef jacket from the night before. Mm-hmm. So I got well, something I had to give. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to continue teaching. So from there on out, I, I pursued my my restaurateur, um, well, dreams also and business. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, the first time that I heard about your story, it was really inspired and surprised because I took you for somebody who had always wanted 
to be a chef <laughs> to be a and chef. to be a restaurateur, yeah. right? Like the way that you mm. do your work and the way that I see you with your restaurants. I was like, I mean, this guy was made to become a restaurateur. <laughs> so when you saw that flyer on your car, did you already have an idea that you wanted to become a chef? Or was it just kind of one of those things that fell onto your lap? Um, I was surprised because <laughs> I never knew I would be good at it. Mm. Um, you would you would go to exams. You would go through. Oh, why don't we take a certificate course first before doing the the whole shebang, mm-hmm. the whole diploma course? Yeah. Then right after my one month certificate course, a lot of chefs wanted to hire me already. They were like, yeah. "Hey, you're good at this. Um, how long have you been cooking?" I said, um, "A month." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the the whole month that you were teaching me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know I'd be good at it. The yeah. So now that I'm, I, I actually know, know, I well, when I figured out that, you know, I could make a living out of it, that's when I decided to pursue it like wholeheartedly. After a year of working for these chefs, I, I went back to school actually to take the whole diploma course already. So mm-hmm. I wasn't just, I wasn't just a certificate course holder anymore. So I became a diploma course holder. I also have a certificate in baking and pastry people don't know that that i can actually bake also i don't i hide it <laughs> because yeah. when people find out you're a baker everyone <laughs> says hey can you make me a birthday cake can you make me cookies can, you know it's that's right i'm glad I you can. never told me because i i could have i could have probably done the same thing like chefs you know I, I, <laughs> I can but it takes so long to bake so <laughs> so i stay away from it a bit but yeah so that's that's my short story about what really um Got me to cooking. Um, within the family, my parents cook. My parents are good cooks. My lola is a good cook. Mm-hmm. As in, I think most Filipino households really learn their recipes from their lola. Um, little known fact, most of the recipes in Pino is from my lola because um, they don't actually teach you Filipino cuisine in culinary school. Oh, do they, they won't not? teach you how to make it. No, because when you enroll in culinary school here, it's French cuisine. Ah. The basis is French cuisine. That's why that's why when when you meet yung mga bago, yung mga jante, mga fresh mm-hmm. grad, puro French terms sa sabi niyan. Hey, I'll make you a cocavan. I'll wow. make you beef bourguignon, ba? Puro French. Mm-hmm. That's our training in culinary school. You, you will never hear them say, "Oh, mas gumaling na magluto ng adobo, I'll cook you adobo." <laughs> ba? Oh, iba talaga so you learn that. Yes, yeah, so you learn that from your lola. Um, I she taught me a lot and of course Filipino cuisine. So that that is the basis of my uh, my first resto, which was Pino. I know, and and Pino is amazing. I I remember like trying it for the first time and just loving how scrumptious and how adventurous the food is, even though it was like familiar food. Kissing a Filipino food, but it was always like a different twist to it. So it's amazing to have to to know the story of how you started from like not really wanting to become a chef to <laughs> all of a sudden owning your own restaurant. W- was it ever hard for you to figure out what you wanted to do in life? Because I feel like a lot of people now, that's what they struggle with. And you saying that you just kind of winged it and you just decided upon, okay, I'm going to, I quit my job. I didn't, you didn't exactly, from what, from your story, you didn't exactly know what you were going to do afterwards. You just kind of went into this path of self-discovery. Is that how you, is that how you usually operate? Um, yes and no. When you're mm-hmm. younger, you have, um, less responsibilities in life. You yeah. probably still live with your parents. You, you don't have a family to feed and support. 
So you can actually function. Uh, you're more agile. You don't. You can work without a safety net. Yeah. That's when you're younger, and sometimes you can actually tell people, "Yeah, you think this is a hobby, but this hobby of mine will turn into a uh, into a livelihood for me in the future." Yeah. So whatever you call this right now, if it's a hobby, I'm going to take my time mastering my craft, and then you know, mastering my craft, and then trying to to earn from it in the future. Mm-hmm. That that's how it starts. When you get when you grow older, though. You suddenly have bills to pay. You suddenly <laughs> have to pay for your mortgage. You have to yeah. you have to think, hey, I want to start a family. So I need to start saving up for education for 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 milk and diapers. So hindi na siya, ano, it's not that easy anymore to say, Yeah, let's just wing it. Let's let's resign and you know, let's yeah. do it. I, I'm I'm also a I'm also a restaurant consultant. There are a lot of people who approach me and say, um, Chef Ed. Is it is it okay? I want to resign from my job right now. I want to open my own resto. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> what's the usual answer, Chef? What my usual answer? answer? I always say, "What's your plan?" When I see that the plan is so hilaw, it's just because they want to follow their passion or it's their dream. I I tell them, "Hey, it's not my job to tell you not to pursue your dreams, yeah. but there's something wrong with your plan. You need to make this, 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 and this." Mm-hmm. If you don't have a safety net, I always ask them, "Pamilyado ka ba? May maasa ba sayo? Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to to do a year without salary?" They get shocked. I said, um, "A little known fact is, Pino started earning only after year two. Oh wow! Before it exploded, it two years we didn't pay ourselves. Two years. Well, our our ano, inside joke, our running joke between us partners, there's three partners. Uh, there were three of us." Running joke namin, it's a charity kami. We're just paying our, ano, we're just paying our employees. Happy lang kayo no? na may trabaho yung mga tao sa paligid nyo, ganun. Oo, oh, ganun, ganun, ganun. We're like, oh, happy, happy, ganyan. Tapos tayo, luto-luto, may resto kami. <laughs> Parang ganun. That's crazy. Then after two years, it hit critical mass. Um, it started gaining a following. And then that's when we started earning. And how do you stick around for a business when it's not, earning at the beginning like what do you keep telling yourselves during those times in in Pino for two years in the restaurant industry um it's very important to be top of sight top of mind because mm-hmm. there's um uh, too much competition now especially now yeah you patol ka sa lahat kahit some weird cable channel that wants to interview you <laughs> that you've never heard of yeah. say yes marketing some, is some, key Yes, yeah, some some YouTuber who says, "Hey, you know, I I I want to interview you for content." I'm like, "Sure, I mean, you know, I'm just going to feed you anyway, but you know, it it's ano. You you have to be smart about saying yes to or who to say yes to, but yeah. also sometimes you just have to say um excuse my friends, but F it, you know, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah, do it. Let's true. let's uh, ano, let's feed you, let's eat, let's, let's do something fun." Mm. Um there it's yeah yeah and i think you know it's while you're talking about that story i also realize that when it comes to business and when you are turning your hobby or your passions or the thing that you love into business and you're being smart about it you always have to know how much you're willing to bet 
right? Because it's an investment mm-hmm. talaga. You're not just gonna bet your money, you're gonna bet your time, your energy. As you said, the effort moment, which is really just putting all your coins into one basket and saying, I believe in this product and in this vision and in this project of mine and I'm willing to risk everything and I'm also willing to do everything that I can to make it work, right? Yes, the term for this is your risk appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, how, 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 how big is your risk appetite? Are you willing to take that risk? Um, I know I've done business with a lot of people na teka pare, parang wag ka, na, wag ka na lang kaya maging entrepreneur kasi yung risk appetite mo sobrang liit. Mm-hmm. Diba? Yung konting ano lang. They don't, they don't understand that businesses oh, may, may, may valleys yan. Nagpa-plateau yan sometimes. They don't understand the peaks and valleys are natural and are normal. Yeah. So for them, parang, de, okay lang yan. Ano, kailangan lagi, ano, sa corporate world, maganda benta namin eh. Gito, gito. Pero in reality, pagka sa business, you're not that established. You're an SME, which usually, that that's that's the category where 90% of the restos fall under here in Manila. Yeah. If you're a small, medium enterprise, it's not that easy. You will hit those peaks and valleys. Yeah. And, and, and it's also a lot of adjustment, I'm, I'm sure. And you mentioned it earlier. It's very different from corporate mm-hmm. life, right? You were doing corporate life a long time before you turned into a chef and then into an entrepreneur. How different is it, chef? Um, it's very different. Like, there are months na you have to tell yourself, you know what? I can't pay myself this month. Mm-hmm. I don't have a salary this month because I have to pay my employees. People say, oh, hey, Christmas, you you probably pay yourself four or five times during Christmas. It's not true because I have to pay 13th month. Yeah. Right? So so it's not it's not that easy. Um, people have to understand that the restaurant industry has the smallest margins out of all industries. We net, we take home. If you're lucky, yeah. if you're lucky, you take home 10%. No. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's super inefficient. Yet, people say, hey, Chef, how come everyone still opens uh, no, restos left and right, restos here and there? It's because everyone eats. Because, you know, people <laughs> love it. Especially the Filipinos. <laughs> Filipinos are so hospitable. We're, we're crazy, <laughs> nuts hospitable. Mm-hmm. We're, we're like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're a balikbayan, you're a foreigner. Let's go out. Let's eat. There's nothing else to do in Manila. Uh, I, my, 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 I had a couple of relatives who came home for my wedding. They haven't been home in 40 years no, here wow. in the Philippines. So, what can we do? We ate and ate and ate and ate. And then, sabi ko, <laughs> no, let's show you the other tourist attractions. Let's go to Intramuros. Let's go to Binondo. So, I took them there. And then, when we got there, we still ate. And then, yes. you know. <laughs> So, so you eat everywhere. That's that's how it is here. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why the restaurant industry is booming. Mm-hmm. You play your cards right. You can earn. Um, you can make money, but it's it's really a huge risk, and the margins are so slim. You have to do it really, really smart. And it's you crazy can, because it's constantly yeah. changing, also, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially uh, in the Philippines, uh-huh. for a while the. Food carts, the food parks, they were booming and then they just kind of disappeared. Yes. Um, there are trends. Every year, one of the networks always calls me and says, Oh, hey, chef, uh, it's our annual um, episode. Uh, what's what's trending in the food industry uh, episode? Can we interview again? Um, 
And then part of their interview is always, oh, bakit namatay itong trend na to? Yes. And why do you think this trend will explode this year? I always tell them, you know what? I don't know. Filipinos are, they have brand loyalty, yet they're also fickle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah, food parks, you will not even find parking. They're going to cost so much traffic. Then, diba, isang, isang snap lang. Next week, walang katao-tao. Mm-mm, no reason why. Diba? It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of, it fades in and out like that in the food mm-hmm. industry, which is also uh, quite interesting how you've stayed afloat and you've been doing business and, and you've been doing a lot of other work stuff related to, um, you know, being a chef all of these years. Uh, but recently also, apart from the businesses, you just got married. I did. And so did you. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to us. We were, um, yes, yes. I guess we were just like two weeks apart, right, Chef? Yes, around two weeks apart. Congratulations mm-hmm. to us. Congratulations that was fun, to us. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was how fun. was how was the experience of getting married? Um, was it difficult choosing the food that you were going to serve in your own wedding? Because you're a chef, is that? Oh, a thing? it wasn't difficult. I kind of knew what I wanted mm-hmm. because it was part of the theme. What? difficult was you know i think the sh- the caterer was super stressed the caterer was super stressed because they were so pressured they're like <laughs> for me they're the top caterer in town as in yeah. number one as in when you say catering well, i think top of mind yeah i, I mm. can i say the name it's it's a no yeah, it's okay um, go ahead it's it's bizu it's bizu mm-hmm. um by the tankos uh, i remember when i was still a I was still a student we were we were actually batchmates, no owner, no bizu. I I made we made a weird pact that we when we were still students. Na hey, pagkinasalok ako magkikater ng wedding ko. Totoo ba? No <laughs> way! Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah, and oh then we were gosh. just laughing about it. We were just laughing about it, and then culinary school. I was single for nine years. I think you know this. I was single yes. for the longest time. Oh my gosh, we were um, single at the same time, and that's why we became super close. Remember, yeah. like we were um, partying, we were hanging out. All those um, years. Yeah. All those years of being single and having fun. But, you know, during this time, I would always attend the wedding and I would see them there and they were yes. saying, Oh, kailang ka na. Kasi, <laughs> you know, we're ready to cater your wedding. The The day I proposed, I remember a day after, a week after, I messaged them. I said, hey, I proposed na. Ano na? And then they, they were so happy. I, I guess they regret that happiness now because when it came to the wedding, they were so stressed. Ako lang daw for the first time yung kapag ka may, may tasting, yung may comments. Usually daw when they, when they make pa-tasting, they're like, okay naman, maalat, ganyan. <laughs> Ako yung comments ko daw, uh, what if you change this into this? What if you make mm. this, ganyan? What if you change the, the oil for this? So they, you know, we had a total of four tastings. They even sent food to my condo for approval, ganong levels. Napaka-specific, so, <laughs> that's crazy. It was fun because we wanted it to be a project na they've never done that menu ever before. Mm-hmm. Never. So, yeah. and that style, it was like, our peg was nice, uh, a country fair. Country fair na parang ano, uh, for sharing in food, you just put it in the middle. It's like a feast. Yes. Diba? Um, salo-salo style actually. Salo-salo. Oh. Yeah. So, diba? put the food and then celebrate. Ganon. Mm-hmm. So, it had its difficulties. It wasn't perfect, but 
and end of the day, our guests said they enjoyed, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, and the food is amazing. I have to tell you, it was a really Thank fun you. wedding. The food was amazing, and and just to see you, you really marry the love of your life was great too. So now, amid <laughs> the you. coronavirus, you are stuck at home <laughs> with your new wife. How's the adjustment yes. been like? Um, we've barely been married uh, a month. Like past one month now. Yeah. I'm ay, wala. Oh, oh. Oh, oh naman. <laughs> More than a month na. Yeah. Really? When, when was your wedding? I got married Feb 22. Dude, it's March 7, 16 pa lang, ba? <laughs> no? So <laughs> less than a month. <laughs> less than a month, sorry. Yeah, oh my gosh. That's all right. I thought it was I thought it was April already. Ang We're weird. both married, I know it it feels longer than <laughs> 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 that's funny uh, yeah. but and true you know um, it's it is parang pinayagan tayo ni God tayong dalawa to get married um, nagbigay siya ng window sa atin dalawa parang di ba right before our weddings it was taal, taal. Mm-hmm. and then right after our wedding that's when the end of scare started gaining traction yeah. di ba so parang pinayagan tayong dalawa we were so thankful sabi namin Lord, thank you. Ano, as in, maluha-luha kami. We were like, thank you. Pinagam mo ikasal muna. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people right now who who couldn't push through with their weddings because of the lockdown. Even R- uh, Richard Gutierrez mm-hmm. and um, Talaga, Right? Yeah. Because oh they were gosh. supposed to have a big wedding so they just had a parang municipio wedding ata. Oh, that's yeah. nice. At least natuloy pa rin nila. Oh, natuloy pa rin um, It's there's a lot of adjustments. Walang, you know, when I love watching legal shows, like mga lawyer shows, mm-hmm. like Suits and all, and they always say, and dati nung bata ko, Ali McBeal, nalala ko yan, lawyer yes. din sila. They would always say, oh, there's always, ano, precedent for this, you know? You have to base it on this case, ganyan. Now we don't have anything. There's no yeah. precedent for this. We tried get, getting data, for the FNB industry, no, 2003, SARS. Yeah. We, tried, we tried going that far back. The problem is SARS ended after a quarter. Mm-hmm. Then the economy picked up na again. People are saying projections for NCOV, hindi lang one quarter eh. We're going to wait a while. Yeah, so that's yeah. scary. It, that it is, is scary. scary. Parang I was yeah. reading a news about it also and some friends of mine who are discussing, they're saying that this isn't going to blow over in the next six months. So mm-hmm. that that's going to mean the world economy is just going to plummet down continuously in the next few months. And obviously, a lot of people are scared. Uh, that's the worst case scenario, but it's also a possibility still. Uh, how are you adjusting to this? Uh, we're going to talk about the, the business side of it, which is, you know, the meat of the discussion that I wanted to do with you. Cause I know a lot of the listeners, uh, on the podcast are either entrepreneurs, small and to medium entrepreneurs and, and also a lot of, uh, freelancers. But, but first, as now that you're a married man, how different is the setup now? How are you and your wife adjusting to it? Um, we're adjusting by, Honestly, by 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 making sure we have enough um, resources available to us, na meaning, how do I say this? Like for example, you know, we got we 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 had a lot of wedding gifts, and now that uh. with the situation, now 
No, no, I mean, di ba, na, I, both of, I, well, kami, umingi kami ng cash, sabi namin, pengin na lang pera, kasi we're happy naman with our point little condo, eh. So, yeah. ang dami nagregalo sa amin ng cash. Mm-hmm. Ah, sana hindi kami hold up in, no? Pero, <laughs> a, part, a part of it, we didn't deposit muna. Kasi sabi namin, oh. parang delikado yung banks ngayon. Yeah. So, we put it in a safe first. We won't tell you where the safe is, but we, <laughs> but we put it in the safe first. Yeah. Kasi nga, delikado eh. You don't know the banking hours. What if we have to go on a grocery run, emergency grocery run? What if we, you know, something happens? So at least you're a bit liquid, no? Yeah. The, 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 the cash is uh, abot mo. It's mm-hmm. within reach. Um, we're not, even if tapos na yung gastos ng wedding, sabi namin, Let's put on hold first yung mga big expenditures. Like, dati sabi namin, uy, tara, hanap na tayo ng tickets. Honeymoon, honeymoon na, honeymoon. Yeah. Tapos parang sabi namin, now parang, hold on. We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know if in six months, kaya na ba talaga namin mag-honeymoon or hindi pa. Di ba? So, we have to be very frugal and be very cautious about it. A year of saving up for a wedding is good enough practice, you know. That's true. Saying, saying no first to yung mga shoes na lumalabas. Hirap nito, barkada mo, lahat, puro may hilig Sneaker sa sapatos. Di ba? Ngayon, one whole year, wala kang biniling bago. Parang napag-iwanan ka eh. Pero, yeah. And then you realize, kaya ko naman pala mabuhay na ano eh, with my old shoes eh. Exactly. Ko, parang you don't have to buy new ones every month. My goodness. Yeah. I think that's so, one of the things also that not a lot of people yeah. are discussing online. Parang we really have to make an effort to save up money as early as now. I mean, obviously, yes. medyo late na siya for, for, for some people, especially like myself, kasi freelancer ako, di ba? Um, mm. I mean, we, we're both freelancers in that sense. You're a chef, I'm a yes. broadcaster. We, we work by the day, by the hour. And yep. so, one of the things that you have to really talk about with your friends and your family and your, your fellow freelancers is, hey, you have to start rationing your money and your food ngayon palang. Like, you have yep. to really think of the worst thing that could happen and prepare for that. Yes. Um, with this, with this, I don't know, with this whole NCOV situation, mm-hmm. what will happen is, ang ganda ng sinapsa ng wife ko eh. She, she's been, she's been in the digital realm for the longest time. That's really her bread and butter, no? Uh, digital PR, etc. She gave me a very important statement and I want to take this chance or opportunity to tell other people listening to this podcast that this might be the most important thing they have to put into their minds right now. Mm-hmm. Ang makapag-adapt, the ones who are able to adjust into and pivot into digital are the ones who might be able to survive this. That's Meaning, true. let's say in the F&B industry, restaurants, uh, we, we, we won't roll over and die, guys. You know, chefs, mm-hmm. restaurateurs all over listening. We can't. What we have to do is convert to digital. We convert our kitchens into cloud kitchens. No, no storefront. Um, cook where you can. If your kitchen is still operational, kaya yung quarantine pa rin naman. Make sure everything is safe. You guys are sanitized. Um, operator kitchens, delivery, takeout, ganyan. So yeah. parang kang ano? Parang lahat kayo naging amber, de ba yeah, yung? Wala, wala namang restaurant yung amber eh, de ba? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been suggesting to. To my wife, uh, na lang mag-yes na siya. Na she used to be the host ng Shopee. Okay. Diba? Shopee Live, Shopee Quiz. Sabi ko, 
<laughs> kung gusto mo gawin mo ulit yan at home. If you have stuff to sell, you have, friend, you have friends who have stuff to sell, let's live feed you selling stuff again like what you used to do in Shopee, right? Obviously, yeah. Get your yeah. friends as guest hosts. That's like, actually a like, great hey, idea. If Trixie doesn't want to do that, I'll steal the idea. <laughs> you, you both do it together. Diba? Um, yeah. Parang, parang kayo talaga, oh, diba? Nakikita ko may mga spoof na ngayon, diba? May mga meme yung, oh, ito, mine. Uh, Mag-mine lang kayo, mine lang kayo. Yung pala binibenta, plastic bag lang pala. <laughs> diba? I've seen those videos online. Yeah. They're hilarious. Yeah. So, um, me, for example, me, if this prolongs, parang hindi ako mabaliw dito sa condo, I'm gonna do live cooking classes. I figured out how I want to figure out how to stream it um, uh, for free. Maybe Facebook Live, Instagram mm-hmm. Live. Um, ito, you guys are all stuck at home. Wala kayong, ano, nagsasawa na kayo sa niluluto nyo sa bahay. Here's a new recipe for you today. Tomorrow, here's another new recipe. People yeah. have to have to convert to digital. Um, I know some people are ahead of the curve. Um, I know Chapi, Coach Chapi Kalyanta, another good friend of ours. He already has online classes for his workouts. Yeah. I don't know if you download it or you consult with him, but I know it's online. You just mm-hmm. have to contact him and he will give you a workout. Oh, go to the house. Go to the gym. gym, do this at home. These are online workouts. Yeah. So people have to pivot to digital. Ganun tayong lahat magsusurvive in this mm-hmm. day and age. Um, I saw Rames Marasigan. He he streamed a concert the other night. Oh, did Saturday he? night. I missed the first it then. night. Yeah, the first night of the ano, the first night of the parang the community quarantine. Yeah. It was like a couple of hours. May mga guest pa sila. It was his home studio. Ang galing so parang oh to keep you guys entertained. He had more than a thousand viewers at the same time. Mm-hmm. Adame as as in ang ganda ng streaming niya. Um, talk shows. This can be like this podcast of yours can be done live on a schedule, yeah. Diba? Um, so it can be a live talk show also. So digital is the key. We have our our infrastructure is fast enough now. It's it's not the fastest, but yeah. it's fast enough to to take the bare minimum for streaming, um, etc. You know, and and I have to add also, even if you're not someone who works in front of the camera or if you're not comfortable with, like, showing your work to people, like, me and Chef, like, that's what you were saying, debacreating cooking classes or talk shows. Yes. And some people are not like that. But today, I was so encouraged because somebody messaged my website and she said that, hey, I'm a copywriter, I'm a writer, and I can actually do the show notes of your podcast if you need work. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I mean, yeah. and, and so I think that's an inspiration to all of us. Us, not just to start thinking digitally, but also to start thinking who are the people I can reach out to online that could possibly mean work for me as early as now. Thinking outside of the box that way will really help you survive this pandemic. And as you mentioned earlier, diba, it's adaptability, adaptability talaga that will help you. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I know even as early as two weeks ago, a couple of my neighbors who manage mga theater actors or they they sponsor shows mga theater eh bawal na mag live shows ngayon diba mm-hmm. so they've been telling our neighbors hey these theater actors are all looking for work right now sabay-sabay na wala ng trabaho you need someone who's really awesome in transcribing you need someone you just need an EA walang walang pride yang mga yan they will help you they will be your assistants they're just looking for a job right now they have mouths to feed um yeah. 
please hire them if you need an EA. Like for you, if you need a transcriber, what if yeah. all of a sudden when you, your YouTube videos, you need someone to make the, the subtitles, right? Yeah, the, exactly. Cap, the captions. Oh, okay, ito, um, so-and-so. The, we're taking a big hit right now. Um, some of my restos have to shut down first in the meantime because yeah. people say, oh, you know, just just remain open. Pay your, pay your staff. Uh, it's not that easy, guys. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to go into yeah. that, actually. Um, the president just announced this evening that, you know, what's going to mm. happen is uh, Luzon-wide community lockdown or community quarantine. I don't know how to use the term lockdown, but technically, they won't. basically, <laughs> they won't. it's a lockdown already. Um, how is this affecting you as an SME and what are your plans now in the next few weeks, in the next few months to, a- to you know, enable yourself to survive and your whole team to survive as well? We're gonna, no, we're gonna play it. We're, we're gonna take it uh, each day at a time because we don't know if we will have enough customers to sustain the online um business for example mm-hmm. we will like my my fried chicken place in bgc it's called mimi and bros we Which don't I love. know Set up the food oh thank you we don't know if we can survive but for us we have a social responsibility within the bgc for those who live there Nah, hey if you want food we're here we've already committed to saint luke's now we will provide the meals at least until tomorrow Wow. No, um, so we have to continue cooking. We, we've been, actually, after this, I'm going to go back to, we've been doing online meetings via Zoom, Skype, Viber with my team. Yeah. Na, let's play it by ear. Tomorrow, pag dumami yung checkpoints, ayo talaga kayo payagang pumasok, I won't take it against you. But if we can, let's go. Let's go and fix this. Let's, let's continue serving hot meals. We've been in coordination with other chefs and other restaurateurs. Um, ginawa kasi someone mobilized all the chefs, si Carla Reyes of Plaza Catering, of Aristocrat, Aristocrat, yeah. Aristocrat Group. Sabi niya, hindi pwedeng bara-bara tayo na, ay, magandang loba ko ngayon, gusto ko kayo bigyan ng food. Hindi pwede. We are organizing ourselves. Like, Mimi, Mimi and Bros is so close to St. Luke's, so sila yung nakatoka sa amin na hospital. Um, if people have cash donations, for example, they funnel it towards um, restaurants para hindi na kasi wala na nga kaming customers um, tapos mag-donate kami ang hirap mamimigay kami mahirap yon so so there's a lot of trafficking involved um oh kunwari may nag-donate ng manok okay oh, mimi and bros yan may nag-donate ng bigas dito yan so that's what we've been doing we we ano and in times of need the F&B industry has always been there um, to help we've always known how to mobilize quickly because yeah. We've always been a supplementary industry eh, to to healthcare, de ba yung mga ganyan? Because mm-hmm. people always need to eat. Pag calamities, ano unang hinahanap? Food, de ba? Food lage, yeah. pagkain. So we know how to organize quickly. Kaya isang isang ganon lang na mga chef, we know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. And we're the ones who are most trained to do it. Yeah. Kasi if you cook for 200, 300, 500 people, hindi na biro yan ah. Diba usually pag sa mga probinsya, yung mga napapanisan ng food, Uh-oh. pag malaking party yung buong yes. barangay. Kasi hindi madali magluto for a lot of people. Yeah. Chefs chefs and restaurants are the ones most trained for this. So leave, leave the ano, heavy lifting to us. If you want to help, 
send us rice, send us, I don't know, raw materials to cook, and then mm-hmm. we will make use of it definitely. You know? How are the how are the delivery systems working for you guys now? Because I tried having, mm-hmm. um, actually, I, I'm trying to help then mga friends who cook mm-hmm. talaga, mga chefs. So uh, I have si Tita Nadia Montenegro who mm-hmm. cooks uh, cuisine ni Nadia. And what she does yeah. is she has like a weekly menu. So nag-order lang ako ng mga ulam, ganyan. Correct. But it took yeah. from QC to Makati maybe an hour and a half because of all of the checkpoints, because of... Oh my gosh. It's it it was just it was so it took so long and and I don't take that against anybody like understandably so ganun na siya. so how is the the whole system now for you guys when you're having food delivered to your customers I cannot speak for the logistical you know um, part of this like for example we we've all heard the president's uh, and the government's proclamations tonight. I don't know if Grab and Lala and all the other delivery services will declare suspension of their services. Yun nga eh. Right? Yeah. Right now, status quo sila eh. Wala, hindi pa kami na-inform na, sorry, we can't deliver for you. So we we have to push through. Um, I've tried, I personally, I tried over lunch today, late lunch, around 2 p.m., ordering from several restos. Pagdating ni Ryder sa resto, ay sarado. Diba? Ah, talaga? Mm. Hindi nakikita sa app. Minsan siguro. Dahil, minsan hindi nag-reflect. Um, or ano, hindi na-update agad. Dahil ang ano eh, ang mabilisan nangyayari lahat eh. Oo nga. I mean I, like, I, we started from community hmm. quarantine a couple of days ago and then now it's just Luzon-wide. And then it's gonna be implemented in what, two hours? People have to be patient. Uh, mas pasensyoso sana mga tao ngayon. We, we have no choice. We have to be a bit patient because... Hindi ganun kadali for everyone. I know, for example, I know a neighbor of mine who relies solely on delivery. She owns yung Mishis uh, Adobo Flakes. Mm-hmm. No? Um, SME yan, sumikat siya sa mga let's eat pare, masarap ba? Yeah. Eh, pag walang delivery, paano? Wala siya diba? yeah. Wala naman siyang restaurante. Eh. And just, just, ano, complete, ano eh, complete turnaround eh. Kasi, six months ago, she was calling me, crying. Sabi niya, Ed, thank you for helping me sa mga let's eat para. Sabi ko, bakit? Bakit ka nag-emo? Ayoko na emo. <laughs> so sabi niya, hindi, Ed. Because of that, na, nakapagpatapos ako na anak ko ng college oh uh, by gosh. selling yung mga adobo flakes niya. Sabi ko, okay, pwede ka mag-emo. Go ahead. Diba? <laughs> um, eh, paano ngayon? Yeah. Diba? Paano ngayon? So, it's, we're, we're at a loss right now. We have a lot of Group chats. I know so, some people hate group chats. Parang, eh, dyan nag-umpisa yung mga chismis. Well, we have a group chat with Secretary Berna Romulo Puyat. She was the one who was giving exact info dissemination sa amin kanina na, mm-hmm. guys, don't panic. Yung sinabi ni Secretary Bleep kanina na, yeah. diba, yung details to follow. Ganyan, ang gulo, diba? So, sabi niya, don't panic. Don't panic. Ito ang mangyayari. Okay. In, in mga, ano, hindi nyo kailangan mag-hoarding, hindi nyo kailangan mag-panic buying, tuloy pa rin yung mga grocery, whatever. Mm. Now, in the press con, sinabi, ah, kung kailangan nyo mag-grocery, only one member in the family pwede lobas ng bahay. Siya <laughs> weird nun, ha? Ang gulo. <laughs> Paano may pupulis yun? Oh my kunwari, God. Di tayo magkakila- kunwari, di tayo magkamag-anak, <laughs> tara, grocery tayo. When it's they said weird. that now, I was like, my husband will have no idea what to get if I make him do all the things. <laughs> and then if I do it, everything's gonna be heavy. So, paano na? 
<laughs> uh, oh man, I I woke up with such a heavy feeling this morning. Mm-hmm. The moment I showered, I got I got to our living room. I told my wife, you know what? I'll, I'll just go for it. Magogrocery na ako. I have a bad feeling about today. Then everything happened all of a sudden so quickly. Sabi ko sabi ne, there it it was such a weird feeling today. So buti yeah. na una na ako sa mga lines and everything. Puno pa hindi pa ubos yung mga bawang sibuyas sa supermarket dito sa amin. Mm, I I feel for the ano for the small to medium enterprises we're we're part of it a little bit but yung mga harder hit we don't even know if they're going to survive the whole ordeal. Even the big restos in in the US. I'm a huge fan of the Momofuku group of restaurants of David Chang. Yes. I ate there when I was in New York. He had to announce that he's closing down everything. His restos in New York, in Toronto, in Washington, and in LA. All closing down temporarily. Number one resto in the world, Alinea. Uh, I know, no, not Alinea. Um, Noma, closing down. And they're all the way in Denmark. Yeah, in Denmark. Um, so this is not a Philippine problem. This is a problem worldwide. Okay? People have to understand this. I, I don't want to sound political here, but I, I don't think it's a prelude to martial law. It's just really us. We have to sit our asses down and behave yeah. and, and you know, flatten the curve, diba? Sabi nila, hashtag flatten the curve. And I mean, when you look at all of the news also coming from Europe, which is now the epicenter of the pandemic, yes. you see everyone who's ever experienced uh, the coronavirus warning countries like the Philippines who are just to at listen. the beginning to listen mm-hmm. um, and yep. to not think that this is a power move by the government, that the government doesn't care for us, that yep. they're just trying to manipulate us. This whole contamination that's happening can only be saved if we stay at home. And yes. that, but the thing is, though, I understand, kasi, and I feel for people, especially in the Philippines, because we're not a first world country. You know, we're not we're not a wealthy country. So, marami talaga sa mga Filipinos, especially Filipino families, who go day by day. Like, you know, you have employees, yes. chef, diba? You probably have to take care of all of these people. Siguro meron sila sa yung protection as a private business owner. But then there are also a lot of parang kumbaga freelancers, quote-unquote, na mga Pinoy's, na araw, depende lang kung ano mga kuha nilang trabaho, di ba? Meron yung mga namamasukan sa bahay, meron tayong mga construction workers, na hindi naman sila contractual. So, um, yeah, here's the thing. I, I actually heard a senator earlier today say, hey, business owners, maliit lang sa inyo yan. Swelduhan nyo pa rin mga yan. Huwag nyo sila papasukin. Yeah, so what's your take on that, yan. chef? Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Today is the 15th, no? We couldn't even complete yung salaries ng staff namin ngayon pa lang. Hmm. Because the past few days have we've been hit hard. Yeah. So you telling us make them take ano go home. Eh ayaw naman namin sabihin sa kanila, ubusin niyo na lang leaves niyo. 'Di ba? Basta ubusin niyo 'yan. Eh, they need actual cash. Yeah. They need money. Where are we going to get money if our restos are closed, our businesses are closed? Mm. The math doesn't add up. My take here is, they said, oh, you know, the government will look into financial aid and whatever. We will discuss this maybe April. That's what they said. Oh, my God. Sabi, that, then the, the, yung nag-interview sa radio, I think it was DZMM or CNN, sabi, April? 
di po, di po po, they need it now. Kasi sabi yeah. niya sa business owners, now na gawin eh. So dapat kayo rin now. Sabi, hindi, ano, may pera naman yung mga yan. Tatagal yan hanggang April. Oh my gosh, nung narinig ko yun, I was like, not, you know, it's, I, I, I mentioned earlier, the, the, the F&B industry is gonna, ano, pati ga, ano na to, pati bayan na to. We, we hope yeah. and we pray a lot survive. We don't want this to be a culling na kusino lang yung, yung malalalim ang mga war chest, sila lang magsasurvive. We hope that a lot of restos make it through this. It's, it's already, you know, it's ugly out there. You, I know you keep on asking me kanina pa, so what, what are you guys going to do? What are you guys going to do? Oh man, we have no idea. My Quezon City restos are closing down first. Um, do you know for how long? Is it or indefinite? Most, indefinite. most, most of the signs, most, if you look at social media now, most of the restaurants, yung mga announcement nila puro indefinitely. Even as indefinite. Yeah. Yes. Um, the restos have all been saying, we don't know. Bars, definitely, wala na. Aanhin nila yung, aanhin yung bars kung curfew. Diba? Um, bars are closed. Restos are closing down. I'm gonna try one day tomorrow sa BGC kung kaya namin. Um, kasi nga, we need, still need to feed the hospital workers. My mm-hmm. QC restos closed, but I know some LGUs are mobilizing. Si Mayor Joy Belmonte of Quezon City is mobilizing a satellite kitchen. Uh, in an isolated quarantine kitchen secret location para di nyo bisitahin para di mo nyo mahawa yung mga ano um, and we already requested if she can hire all of our employees there um, sabi nice. niya they'll definitely look into it para may trabaho pa rin sabi namin lahat naman ng empleyado namin taga Quezon City then it mm-hmm. won't be difficult for them to travel to, to to that kitchen sabi namin let's go ahead and do this we will help you we will support you um, I know you won't. You probably won't be able to pay them the same exact salary we pay them. But you know, every single peso counts trabaho. right now. At yeah. least may trabaho. I mean, that's actually a a great idea that I never thought of. That I guess entrepreneurs uh, could probably look into. Kung kayo mga employees, right? You can actually um, talk to people or talk to mga people in power, people who are still running their businesses. Na pagkilangan nila ng manpower meron kayo, pwede nyong i- dun muna pumasok yung mga employees nyo para may trabaho sila in the meantime. Yes. Um, not, I, I won't say na not all LGUs are as proactive as si Mayor Choi. Yeah. Nagkataon lang talaga kahit nung vice mayor pa lang siya. She was very friendly to the FNB industry. She would really mm-hmm. support the food tourism within the the Timog Tomas Morato area, the Maginhawa area, um, the Katipunan area. She was an advocate for food tourism. So maybe naging malapit sa kanya to. And she saw the need for us to, to keep on feeding the, the hospitals. Yeah. Malapit kami sa ano eh, heart center, lung center. Um, di ba ano, may nickname nga raw yan, East Ave, yung laman loob. <laughs> ano, <laughs> capital. Kasi di ba, heart center. Andun lahat, tama, tama. And, oh, oh eh, so there is a need to keep on feeding the frontliners. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. We, I've been getting messages because uh, I've been trying to stay active on social media now to help, not to, ano, not to post mga galing sa group chat na, oh, there's a rumor na ganyan, ganyan. No, I've been trying to stay active to spread the word. And I think we've been able to help paunti-unti. Uh, the small hospitals hindi napapansin. People keep on forgetting. Even our tertiary hospitals need help. 
Yeah. Yung sa East Ave Medical Center, one of the, my doctor batchmate friends messaged me and said, Ed, alam mo ba, wala kami kahit tubig. Sabi ko, tubig? Are you kidding me? Pang-inom? Yeah, pang-inom. So sabi ko, okay, let's let's mobilize. So again, I talked to yung nag-organize, si Carla Reyes. Sabi niya, no problem, by tomorrow may tubig na sila. So ganun eh. It's good that ano eh, the FNB industry is mobilizing because we need people um, to be mindful of kung ano yung wala in the yeah. smaller... Hindi pwede yung puro ano lang. This is not a PR ploy for restos, okay? This yeah. is really us fulfilling a need. I mean, Kasi, I don't... Yeah. Eh, eh, it can be a PR ploy. Uh, ano lang eh. Peanuts lang naman yung returns nito eh. If yeah. ever, di ba? Halos zero returns naman to eh. I mean, like, so, it's really not yeah. the time to market also. Like, kung PR ploy siya, parang even if you market in a market like this, I don't think it's gonna have any big returns for you because... Exactly. Having, there, there, there are no returns. So, yeah. if people... people can't and even I eat hope, in restaurants. Oh my gosh. I hope walang pumuna. That's my only ano, appeal to everyone out there. You know Dahil how... Dahil lahat ng ano, tao na. <laughs> oo, kasi woke na woke na ang ano, social media ngayon. Baka mamaya sabihin nila, eh bakit magdo-donate na lang? Nagpa-picture pa kayo. Para ako... So people know we're donating. So people know where to ask help from. Okay, yeah, it's exactly. that simple. It's not a PR move. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, we we need people to understand that help is out there. Because some of the frontliners feel so helpless right now. You know, uh, I tweeted something. Uh, we're offering free coffee for all frontliners. Uh, Pino, um, free coffee, unlimited coffee for all the frontliners. Just show your ID. It went viral. It's my only tweet that went viral ever, I think. Um, until now, I still get retweets and likes. Eh, paano ngayon after the announcement tonight? Diba? So I can't open my resto. So how will I serve the coffee? Yeah. So I have no no clue what to do. Yung mga, and nakakaiyak ha, yung, yung reply section sa tweet ko and in my, in my IG stories, yung direct messages, nakakaiyak parang, Chef, grabe naman kayo. Alam kong hirap na yung FNB. Nagbibigay pa kayo ng kape. Tapos sabi yeah. ko, oh my gosh. Because you need it more than us right now. Mm-hmm. Diba? The long shifts, the long hours. You need it more than us. So we have to be selfless at this time. We, we kind of have to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we are also getting a lot of messages from friends and family who work in the medical uh, field mm. who have been doing 24-hour shifts. Right. They've been telling us story, horror stories of people yes. who don't tell them the truth, like of, of what yep. they're experiencing, what they're feeling, people who even flee quarantine and, and a lot of other, you know, healthcare workers who are also getting sick. So, sobrang kawawa talaga, even the smallest, uh, work and move of kindness is, appre- they're appreciative of. So, sana, during this season, we, we just set aside all our judgments, right? Like, Set mm-hmm. aside all the prejudice that you have of people doing good, kahit na ill-intentioned yung good na yan. Kung nakakatulong naman siya mm-hmm. sa mga tao, bakit mo papupunahin, di ba? But yeah. obviously, all of the good things, most of the good things that we see on social media now are well-intentioned. And so instead of like, punahin mo yan, i-encourage mo na lang yung mga tao na tulungan yung isa't isa and to really do the what we can to help out our frontliners. Yes, um, that's very true. It's, it's okay lang sana kung ano eh. People are saying, um, yung budget, um, yan, yan. Sa sundalo nyo binigay, sa police, dapat binigay nyo sa health workers, ganyan. Hey, honestly, I, again, not to sound political, it's a supply problem, I think. 
we yeah. just really don't we we, we we're I having a hard time. On Twitter diba? also, parang the, the nurses were saying that the budget is actually pretty good. It's just exactly. the procurement. It's procurement exactly. that they have a problem. So that's why they're asking oh. that they don't need a lot of cash donations. They need in-kind donations of mm-hmm. the protection. Kasi kung cash lang yan, that's where the private sector comes in to mobilize. Eh. Yeah, that's uh, true. You don't ask the private sector to save the government. But you ask the private sector to assist where they can. Like, yung mga ganyan, you need, you need pambili ng mga masks, yung ganyan. The problem mm-hmm. is, oh, ito pambili, nasa yung masks? Wala tayo mabibilhan ng masks. Oo. Yeah, so, okay. So well, yeah. Chef, you know, it's it's been such an amazing time being able to talk to you and, and kind of explore your story as a chef, entrepreneur, and how you're really adjusting to this whole COVID-19 pandemic. But any last yeah. message uh, as a private citizen now on what you think we can do to help out not just ourselves, but the people around us as well? Uh, my final message would be stay at home. Uh, let's all help flatten the curve. If there are restaurants that you know are open and you know they deliver, support them if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you might not be a fan of that resto. People have their biases towards restos. Na ayoko jan hindi masarap yano. E kung sila na lang yung bukas, so support them, man. Yes. Wag ka na umarte. Wag ka na umarte. Just just. Just help them out. Just um, let's do what we can. If you know of people who are willing to donate like raw materials, like sugar, rice, whatever, water, um, you can get in touch with Carla Reyes. Um, Carla with a K. She's on, I know, she's on Facebook. Um, on her other social media channels, I, I believe her account is called Kish the Cook. Mm-hmm. Quiche like the French pastry. Um, yeah. Quiche the Q U I C H E. Quiche the cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she also owns Lapiti Fromagerie. Yung it's a cheese uh, business. Um, they own Aristocrat, so it's easy for it to, it's easy to find her. If you want your restaurants listed on directories, so that people know that you are operational, you get in touch with this really great photographer friend of ours, Miss Gabby Cantero. Gabby made the visual aid, visual aid website, um, showing us where you can actually still have your food delivered and how. So, sabihin na yung instructions. Pag itong resto within Taguig, grab sila. Pag itong resto within Quezon City, lalamove sila. Um, mm. look for Gabby Cantero. Um, there, the, the help is out there. We just all have to connect right now. That's the point of having social media to make the world smaller. Um, let us all reach out if you need help. Let's all reach out if you can provide help there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chef Eds. Uh, I learned so much. And, and honestly, it's no, really thank just you. nice thank to you. hear someone who's also a business owner, who's not, who's, I mean, obviously everyone's struggling right now with what's happening mm-hmm. with the COVID-19 pandemic, but it's nice that, you know, the, the focus is still with doing what we can as private citizens, business owners and freelancers or wherever you are in your life to help the people who are working hard to contain this whole situation. So salamat, Chef. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Joyce. 
And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam! Bye!